welcome to Dragon Talks. I'm your host, Calvin. Today, we will be sharing Readers Theater's performances. Thank you for listening. Enjoy! Our first story of the day will be called Rainy Day by Miriam, Salwa, Zaid, and Mushtaba. inside kids it's starting to rain very hard now wow what a rainstorm we got inside just in time i wonder why it rains anyway i think it's just to keep us kids stuck inside the house oh that's not it come sit down here kids and your dad and i will explain you all about rain now where should we start start with the clouds that's where the rain falls from right that's right but that's only part of the story first the clouds have to form do you know how that happens well they are made from water so the water must get into the air somehow the way water gets into the air is called evaporation. When water gets hot enough, it turns into invisible gas. That, that gas is called water vapor. Clouds are formed when the sun shines on oceans, rivers, and lakes. And lakes, the sun heats it up enough to turn part of the water into vapor. And the vapor goes up into the air, right? That's right. It goes up and up until it starts to cool down. Cool air can't hold as much water as warm air, so the water vapor condenses. What does... Condense mean. That means that the invisible gas turns back into liquid drops. These drops are very small when they start up. That's right. Cloud droplets can be tiny. It would take four of them to be as thick as a piece of your hair. That is small, but when raindrops hit me, they sure seem a lot bigger than that. Well, inside a cloud, all the droplets crash together all the time. They run into each other and come together, making bigger and bigger drops. And when they get too big, they fall to earth, right? Very good, Drew. Rain happens when the water inside a cloud are too heavy to stay up in the air. Did you two know that there are different kinds of clouds? There are three main kinds called cirrus, stratus, and cumulus. Cirrus clouds are found high up in the sky. They're very wispy and thin, and you can often see right through them in the sky. Cumulus clouds are big, puffy clouds that change shape as they float through the sky. Are those the clouds that seem like different shapes? Yes, cumulus clouds can look like all kinds of things. Sometimes it's fun to just watch them float by and imagine all the things that they can look like. I once saw a cloud that looked just like a dinosaur. The third type of cloud is called stratus. These are flat clouds that stay low in the sky. They are the clouds that darken and bring rain. So why are rain clouds always gray? Rain clouds are so full of thick water drops that no light from the sun can get through. That makes the clouds look dark. That makes sense, but why does it rain so much? Well, that all, de- that all depends on where you live. We happen to live in an area with a rainy climate. The word climate refers to the kind of weather in a place. Every place has a different climate. In some places it rains almost every day, but in other places it hardly ever rains at all. Those places are called deserts. How do people know how much rain a place gets? They use a rain guard. It's a special instrument that measures rain. We have a small one right here. The rain falls in through the top, and the markings along the side tell how many inches it has rained. Can you tell how much it has rained here by looking at the gauge? Hmm, the water comes up to the mark with the number one next to it, so that would be one inch of rain. So tell us about what happens when it snows. Well, it works a lot like rain, just a bit colder. Well, when, in, when the air inside a cloud is cold enough, the water droplets freeze. They turn solid and become tiny ice crystals. How cold does it need to be for the droplets to freeze? Well, water freezes when the temperature is 32 degrees Fahrenheit or colder. 
so it needs to be at least that cold. When the ice crystals get big enough, they fall to earth, just like raindrops. Very good, Drew, and you both know how to tell what the temperature is, right? Yes, we learned about thermometers at school. Well, here's our thermometer. Can someone tell me what the temperature is? Let me take a look. The red line goes up two marks past the number 55. So that would be 57 degrees, right? Very good. You do know how to read a thermometer. But that's not nearly cold enough to snow. So it's still raining. Nope. Hey, listen. It's still raining. It stopped raining. Now we can go back outside again. If we go outside right now, maybe we can see something else having to do with rain. Oh, look, there it is now. A rainbow. It's very pretty, but where did it come from? Rainbows are a kind of natural light show. They happen when it is raining in one part of the sky and the sun is shining in another part. So it's still raining where the rainbow is? Right. What we see is the sunlight reflected off the falling raindrops. So where do all the colors come from? They come from light being broken up. You see, kids, what looks like white light from the sun really has all these other colors inside it. When the light hits the raindrops, the water splits uh, the light into all different colors. Are the colors of a rainbow, are the colors of a, the rainbow always a, always the same? Yes, and they're always in the same order too. Red is always on the top, followed by orange, yellow, green, blue, and the golden violet. Wow, that's pretty cool. Who knew that there was so much to learn about rain? Nature can be very interesting if you know the right questions to ask. It's, it looks like it stopped raining, kids, so you can go outside and play if you want to. Hooray! Our second story of today will be called Tucka Four, read by Hamza, Fatini, Tristan, and Jenna. Once upon a time, there was a small tortoise who lived in the jungle. He was not very big, but he was smart. La 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 la, what a wonderful day. I think I'll go for a swim. So the tortoise walked into the river. He jumped right in. The cool water was very nice, and the tortoise was having a good time splashing around. This is a life. What could be better than a nice swim on a hot day? Just then, a large hippo jumped into the water. He didn't even see the small tortoise playing in the river. The hippo caused big waves in the river, which almost knocked the tortoise on his back. Hey, watch where you're going, you big clumsy hippo. You almost drowned me. What? How dare you talk to me like that, tiny tortoise? You should look where you're going when you jump into the water. Well, I'm much bigger and stronger than you, and I say you have to get out of the river. Go away, tiny tortoise. So the tortoise walked away. He was very angry about how the hippo had treated him. It's not fair. The bigger animals get to do whatever they want, and I have to watch out all the time. I might get crushed or drowned, or who knows what. As the tortoise walked down the jungle trail, a giant elephant crashed out of the trees. He almost stepped right on the tortoise. Hey, watch where you're going, you big foolish elephant. You almost stepped on me. I do not like to be insulted, tortoise. Maybe you're the one who should be more careful while you're walking in th around in the jungle. And why is that? Because I'm much bigger and stronger than you. You must respect me. But the tortoise had an idea. He thought he knew just how to get back at the big animals who had bothered him. 
Oh, I'm not scared of you. You may be big, but I'm every bit as strong as you are. Ha ha, that's a good one. You're much too small to be as strong as me. Stop being silly and apologize for your wild boast, or I really will step on you. I have a better idea, clumsy elephant. I'll prove that I'm as strong as you are, then you'll have to respect me. And how will you prove that? I challenge you to, to a test of strength. You know what a tug of war is, right? Of course. We each hold one end of a vine and pull. Whoever can pull the other one over wins. That's right. You're pretty smart, even though you did almost step on me. Here is a vine out. Hold on to this end of it. I will go down to the river with my end. Very good. Then I will try to pull you into the jungle while you try to pull me into the river. Sounds good. I'll let you know when I'm ready. When I yell, pull, the tug of war will start. So the tortoise took his end of the vine and disappeared into a thick jungle. He walked down to the edge of the river. The hippo was still swimming around, and soon he spotted the tortoise standing there. I thought I told you to get out of here. Yes, you did. But then I got thinking. I think that I'm every bit as strong as you are, so you have no right to tell me what to do. If I can prove that I'm as strong as you are, you will let me swim any time I want to. Aha, you're a funny little tortoise. I agree. Of course, there's no way you could ever be as strong as me, so I'm not worried at all. Well, I challenge you to tug of war. I already picked out a good long line that we can use. You've really thought of everything, haven't you? You seem very sure of yourself. For such a tiny tortoise, I accept your foolish challenge. Here, take, take this end of the vine, then I'll take mine into the jungle. When I yell, pull, you will try to pull me into the river. I will try to pull you into the jungle. Whoever wins a tug of war will be the strongest. What a silly tortoise. Well, it will be amusing to teach you a lesson anyway. So the tortoise gave one end of the vine to the hippo. He walked back into the jungle and found a safe spot. Neither the elephant nor the hippo could see the tortoise, and they sure couldn't see each other. And now I'll put my plan into action. I will show, I will show those big self-centered animals once and for all. The tortoise got the tug of war going with one mighty shout. Pull! Both the elephant and the hippo started to pull on their ends of the vine. They pulled and pulled with all their might, but neither one could make the vine move and end. Hmm, this is very strange. That little tortoise is pulling as hard as I am. Hmm, I sure didn't accept this. That little tortoise is pulling as hard as I am. A tortoise as strong as an elephant? It cannot be. I will pull even harder. Now that tortoise is pulling even harder. I won't be beaten. I will pull harder too. So both the elephant and the hippo pulled as on the vine as hard as they could. Still, neither one could get it to budge. Ha ha, they're both getting tired. This is fun. Finally, both the elephant and the hippo were so tired that they could barely pull on the vine anymore. The tortoise called out from his hiding spot. All right, all right, let's stop. Let's just call it a tie. If we keep pulling much longer, the vine will break. Both of the large animals were happy to stop pulling. They dropped the vine and tried to catch their breath. The tortoise ran out of his hiding spot and went right up to the elephant. So, did I prove my point? You sure did. You are strong, little tortoise. From now on, I will prove to be more careful when I, ro when I run to 
when I run through the jungle. <sighs> then the tortoise walked back to the edge of the river. He called out to the hippo. So, did I prove my point? Yes, you did. I'm sorry for chasing you out of the water, little tortoise. You're clearly much too strong for me to push it around anymore. You can go swimming anytime you want to. From that moment on, the tortoise was always treated with great respect by the elephant and the hippo. He could walk and swim in peace, and neither of the, an uh, neither of the big animals ever found out about his clever trick. Thanks so much for listening. Another thanks to Hamza, Futini, Tristan, Jenna, Miriam, Sola, Zaid, Mujtaba, Azmat, and Aaron for helping us. Have a good day. That concludes the Strike and Talk episode. Bye.